It is time now for the disruptors. George Sillis is with us to talk all about Garmin. Garmin got an upgrade today to a buy rating from a neutral. They lowered the price target, but tell us a little bit about this one, George. I mean, yeah, this is an interesting company, Nicole, from the standpoint of uh, value and technology. It's a consumer discretionary company that really focuses on consumer handheld devices like satellite communications and GPS devices. But one of the uh, trending aspects of its business has been over the last few years is wearable devices. And it has to do with outdoor and fitness tracking activity. Uh, wellness has been very hot from a consumer standpoint. Uh, dog tracking. Uh, if you want to, of course, uh, keep tabs on where your pets are from a, from, a, from a GPS standpoint, Garmin has those kinds of products. But the other thing about Garmin, it's, uh, it's also a commercial technology company. They focus on uh, industries like the automotive, aviation, marine, and even military. So there might be some military components to its business going forward, considering the, uh, the conflict in Ukraine uh, and with Russia. Uh, if you think about uh, uh, autonomous driving and autopilot systems, Garmin is uh, actually in that particular space from a technology standpoint. But even things like automatic flight control systems for uh, for airplanes and avionics, uh, Garmin is in that uh, industry group as well. Now, the stock is down considerably on a year-to-date basis. It's really underperformed the S&P 500 down about 20%, and it's down uh, off off its highs in September quite a bit, uh, which was trading at $178. Now. When I looked at the quarter they reported uh, for for a Q4, which was uh, about uh, three weeks or so ago, they only reported about 3% top-line sales growth. But going forward, interesting enough, the price action has been moving to the downside, coming off uh, a nice bounce with the rest of the market. But they did guide for the rest of 2022 with double-digit sales growth, as well as about $6 a share estimated earnings. And that really puts the forward multiple of Garmin right around 19, and that's actually relatively balanced considering the stock uh, trades uh, with EBITDA margins that are 22%, with gross margins also close to 60%, which is quite good on a relative basis considering Garmin is actually a, uh, a technology company that's not primarily focused on service. It has a service component of its business, but hardware, and hardware-based companies usually don't trade at these, hard, these types of gross margins of which Garmin is trading at, and this suggests the company is well-versed in scalability, in other words, keeping costs in line as they produce different uh, differentiated products, but also prices. The prices of the products are relatively expensive. They have a brand. People trust that brand, and I think that's uh, pricing power is indicative of their high gross margins as well. And as I was looking at Garmin's products, I mean, to your point, I always thought of Garmin just as maps on, in the car, right? When you were looking at Garmin and right. so much more as you're talking about locators for your right. pet, um, the watches look incredible, um, the flagship uh, Phoenix lineup of rugged multi-sport watches. They just have a lot of exciting products. They're not just a you know one-hit wonder, and this may be, at least it, like you're saying, one of the reasons for the buy rating. Um, I don't know what kind of competition they face. I mean, when we think about this, I mean, there's a lot of watches out there. But tell me a little bit about where you see competition and what your trade is. Well, yeah, if you think about activity uh, trackers, you know, Fitbit, which was bought out by Google, would be in that particular competitive space. You know, the Apple Watch has a differentiated feature altogether from Garmin. I think Garmin really, really is uh, accentuated by its sports factor. And I think it's a trusted name. But again, it's expanded and its products are relatively popular and they're not they're not cheap either. And uh, I think, again, the high price points are really indicative of the brand recognition, the brand trust. And they have gone uh, extremely uh, far 
relative to their roots, which were basically uh, automotive GPS tracking prior to when they were integrated with infotainment systems. But now Garmin is also uh, part and parcel of what's going on in an integrated infotainment system uh, for, uh, for navigation in the automotive space. But they've expanded both the commercial and, of course, in the consumer application uh, and so forth. Therefore, uh, its, uh, its revenue base is, is relatively stable and balanced. They do pay a dividend as well. Uh, about two dollars and ninety cents a share, and their payout ratio is relatively low, so they earn money, and I think that's uh, that's an important factor, especially in this environment where technology companies have been challenged. Now, looking at the price action, uh, it's got some momentum. I, I think it could continue to the upside on a short-term basis. If you look at the chart, uh, going back to March of last year, it looks like uh, there's an area around one twenty-four and a half dollars or one hundred twenty-four fifty, which the stock might push towards going into April. So with that said, one could put on a trade called a, a long call vertical by buying an out of the money 120 call option and selling simultaneously the 125. And altogether, uh, this would cost you uh, as a trader about $1.85 a share or 185 a contract. Now the objective is the stock to trade to 125 between now and expiration in 27 days. And that's where maximum profitability would be achieved at around $3.15 a share. So overall, uh, it's a, it, it'll cost you about $1.85 to put this trade on. That's your max loss, but your max potential uh, is the difference between that and the spread, which is $3.25. So, again, it might pull back a little bit with the overall market because, again, Nicole, we're still in a volatile condition. Short-term momentum is bullish. We'll have to see how the weekly charts play out going forward based upon the Fed's meeting and some of the things that are going on on a macro geopolitical scale. Uh, but the objective here is to get that stock to $1.25 between now and expiration. Mm, okay. Understood. Great example trade there. George Sillis with Disruptors every single day. And today's Disruptor, Garmin. Thank you.